welcome to another episode of You Are Love. I am your host, Salida, and I want you guys to take time out to check us out on our Facebook page, which is You Can't Clip My Wings, and also our website at YouCan'tClipMyWings.com. Thank you again for listening to You Are Loved. And do remember, you are truly loved. All right, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is another episode, episode, that is, episode, <laughs> episode of You Are Loved. I am your host, Alita. Welcome back to the show again. It's Friday. And guess what? I'm excited and I haven't even had my coffee yet. Wow. Okay. So let's do a little bit of a recap on what this week was like. I don't know what it was for you, but let me talk a little bit about what we learned on here. Um, we started out with Monday and we talked about growth mindset principles. Then we talked about 10 steps to achieve a growth mindset. We learned the difference between a fixed mindset and a unfixed mindset. I think that's what you have to say. Then we talked about Seven steps to defeat uh, money depression. Um, we then talked about um, how to tackle your financial stress. What do we do? Um, how do we make a plan to not always go through this each time um, we have to deal with our money problems um, or not really money problems, money issues? Um, because everything is not a problem, okay? Sometimes money. It's not a problem not for things to... I think mostly when it becomes a problem is when we can't fix... Um, we can't. We don't have a solution right then and there. We have to go back to the drawing board to get our solution. So let's continue talking a little bit about the growth mindset. Um, because I think we... Um, I think that was a very good... Um, I think that was a very good subject matter um, to discuss was the growth mindset. Um, so, <coughs> excuse me. So real quick here, um, I um, found some more um, information and this is basically, um, we're talking a little bit about the 21 hacks for um, business mindset. Um, so, uh, and I found this again, you guys found it in entrepreneur.com and, and again, and I know, you know, like all, all she does is she doesn't really explain things. She just gets on there and reads stuff to us. No, I explain it to my knowledge and I try to make it where you guys can understand it. A lot of you guys work, you have a lot of things to do and you don't have time to sit down and read and understand or even do a little bit of studying about growth mindset. So I'm here to help you out a little bit. And again, this is from entrepreneur.com and it's business hacks. It's called business hacks, excuse me, 21 simple mindset hacks for entrepreneurs. So. Let's 
talk about that real quick. Um, with it being Friday, I think it's wonderful. We got a weekend coming up. We got a storm coming through here on us in this area. Hopefully, we can get through it, okay? Hopefully, we don't lose lights. We don't lose nothing, hopefully. That's what I'm hoping. Okay. So, one of the questions that were asked was, do you ever wonder why some people have the ability to bounce from success to sets without faltering? Um, no one has that ability, but it can seem like that, right? Because we don't know the backstory of everybody's situation. So, um, not surprising, we need to know more. <clears throat> we need more than motivational quotes to succeed. There are many mindset, skills, and attributes required for success as an entrepreneur. Fortunately, most of them can be learned, strengthened, and nourished through diligence and willingness to grow. You have to have the mindset to grow. We, okay, as an entrepreneur, everybody knows we're the type of people who have a dream. And we want that dream to come true and we want to do everything we can to make sure that dream does come true. That our business that we want to create um, is doing all the things that it's supposed to do. It's a service, it's a, it's a service or it's a product. And it helps solve something, some situation Something might be, there might be already a problem that has a, a resolution, but you want to improve on that resolution of that problem. So you come out with your ideal and you want to turn it into a business and you want it to grow, right? So we got our mind in this little box, okay? Um, and we got everything, we checking off everything that we need to check off, okay? And we're doing everything we're supposed to do on our end and we don't want to hear anything else. We don't want to go outside our little box because we know what we're talking about and we're going to make sure you know it. And guess what? We're not taking anybody else's advice. We're not going to learn anything different. We're just going to do it the way that we want to do it. Well, we realize that that's not how it always works. Okay? We realize that. So... <clears throat> Having the proper success mindset as an entrepreneur will enable you to deal more effectively with the day-to-day -day of your business because you will be thinking and acting like a true entrepreneur, okay? Business mindset definition. What is the definition of a business mindset? We talked about the growth mindset. What is the definition of business mindset? A business mindset is a way of thinking that enables you to uncover and see problems as opportunities. Remember, I just said that. And then turning those opportunities into a business. It is an understanding that everything around us is a result of someone having an ideal and then executing it. Now, these are 21 business hacks that will dramatically improve your business and your life. It didn't guarantee, but it said dramatically. So, we're not going to go through 21 of them today. We're going to go through as many as we can today, and then we can uh, finish them up Monday. So, I will definitely make sure that I will 
set it up that we finished them up Monday because I think these are very important for us to discuss. Can you believe Monday is the 12th already? I cannot believe we'll be in mid-month by Thursday. And then we have 15 more days to go. Oh, golly. Hold up. I'm not done aware. I'm just making sure I put this on here for Monday. So we'll have Monday's show ready. All right. So, number one. Believe in yourself and your business. You have to be resilient and able to continue building what you believe is the next best thing. Things you build will often not succeed, but ultimately those losses will add up to a win based on what you have learned. So, like I said, you have this business mind. You don't want anything else to come in. You want to keep what you're doing. You want to do that product or service. And you realize it's not what, it, what you had in mind. It wasn't what you had in your mind. So what do you have to do to change that? And are you willing to learn how to change it? Because some people don't want to learn. They get frustrated. I'm not going to do it. I can't do it because you know what? Sometimes I go through that where I say, you know what? I'm going to start closing up these businesses and just really, just live. But that's not how it works. A business-minded, creative person doesn't think like that. Okay? So, let's look at this. Let's, let's kind of look at what's going on here. Um... So you keep working at it. You can keep working at it as you learn how you can fix that problem that's keeping you from being successful in that business. Okay. So, number two. Think three steps ahead. I follow my gut. I don't play chess, but I imagine that if I did, I would think of every opportunity three steps ahead of in every possible direction. Even if it seems like something would benefit me in the now, it might not benefit me in the long run. So if I'm trying to do something instant, okay, I tell you what, it's a perfect example of this. Let's, let's talk about that. The perfect example of this is with the face mask and hand sanitizer once corona, coronavirus hit it was an instant success everybody was making money off the hand sanitizer and off the mask i made money off the hand sanitizer because someone asked me well salito are you going to make masks i said no i'm not going to pull out the sewing machine and make masks because i know i could have done that but my sister was telling me her situation when she started making masks, because we, it's two of us mainly in the family that does a lot of sewing, with my mom, three. My other sister crochets, my other sister works, she does a lot of art, and my other sister does hair. So we all have our own little talents. And, and, and so, um, 
it's just weird how we all just got different talent. I was so eager to learn how to sew. I love creating things with my hands. That's why I do my jewelry. That's why I create wigs. And I mix because I love doing things with my hands. So I didn't think to pull out the old sewing machine and pull out the old fabric and start sewing and making masks. That just wasn't something because I kind of felt that it would get oversaturated. I didn't feel the same thing about the hand sanitizer because not only do I do hand sanitizer, I make soaps and lotions. So it would it fit right into what I was doing as of now in business. So that didn't bother me as much. But sitting down making masks, I had an issue with it. I didn't want to do it. So this is a perfect ideal about, in the long run, is it going to make me money? But right now it will. And that's what we did, a lot of people did with the mask and the hand sanitizer. <clears throat> Excuse me. It says, I love the comparison between entrepreneurship and playing chess. You always have to think three steps ahead. Don't just ask yourself what is happening right now, but what will happen three steps from the action I'm going to take today? Hmm. That's a good... You don't succeed expecting one thing to be your winning ticket in the big entrepreneur lottery. Excuse me. So again, you don't just focus on, remember I said, don't focus on one, don't have your mind, got this little square, and this is all the things you have in that little square, and that's all you're going to do. You're not going to go outside that square. You can't have that mindset. You cannot have that as a business person, an entrepreneur, that mindset. You've got to understand that things change constantly all the time. Everybody is trying to solve something, okay? Um, it says uh, you have to think long-term and have a vision of where you want to be. That's how to, that's how to be an entrepreneur works out. Okay, number three, do the hardest thing first. What is the hardest thing you think you can do? The hardest thing is usually the thing you should be going after first. Chances are nobody else is or at least very few people are personally, I feel comfortable and even thrive when I don't have a clue what I'm doing. Wow, I never thought about it like that. I always wanna know exactly what I'm doing because I don't wanna be out there and falling flat on my face. Because let me tell you what I did this morning, for example. Because I deal with essential oils and fragrances and all that stuff, I was up this morning at four o'clock in the morning on my phone reading articles about fragrance oils and essential oils. Can you believe I was doing that? Yes, four o'clock this morning, I flipped over and I started reading, wow, about oils and soaps and stuff like that. Yes, I did. I don't know why. But I did. That's crazy. Mm. Um, because I want to know what I'm doing. If I forgot something, I can go back and read it again. That's the wonderful part about this is that I can go back and read it again. And I can answer questions about certain things. And to me, that's wonderful. Okay. <laughs> It is essential that you get used to the uncomfortable feeling of not knowing what you're doing. 
okay? Whether it's getting on stage to speak, launching your product, or writing a book, we tend to see others doing it and falsely assume they've always been good at it. Yes, we are. We see other people being, and I, I get caught up in that. Because, you know, I told you guys I love to be, I love speaking. I love talking to people. I love giving. And I always have in the back of my mind that I was not good enough to do what they're doing. I am not at the level they are. I'm not comfortable with my story to tell it. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm already putting doubt in my mind. And I haven't even opened my mouth. It's already in my mind. So with these doubts in my mind that I cannot be better than this next person. Or I cannot... I have to stop it. And we've talked about it on the show of comparing ourselves with other people. My story is not your story. Your story is not my story. People will not, people will not have the same mindset or the same reaction to your story as they have with my story. I have to realize that. And sometimes that's very hard. To realize that everybody's not going to hear the same story. Uh, a matter of fact, that's one of the myths that I talked about um, that I actually put up um, on You Can't Clip My Wings um, Facebook page. One of the content um, that I actually added. And what I said was I put together an infograph and I talked about the myths of my industry. What in my industry... Like I deal with the photography, the writing book, the, um, what else? Photography, writing books, speaking engagements, all those things that I do. I broke down some of the myths. And one of the myths at, one of the myths were in speaking engagement that you have to tell the same story over and over again. And it has to, you don't want the same, you don't want the same delivery to the same, to different audiences. You want to change it. Because you're going to get reactions differently. You might be talking to somebody in that audience. And in this audience, they probably don't, are not even phased by it. In another audience, they might probably not be phased by it. So you have to be able to give a different delivery each time you tell your story. So your story cannot be told the same exact way over and over again. You've got to add. You've got to take away. You've got to make it interesting for the listener. Okay? Because it's no longer about you. It's about who are you going to affect. What is your call to action to that person or persons? Okay. Um, launching your product or service or writing a book, we tend to see others doing it and falsely assume that they've always been good at it. We all have to do everything for the first time. And none of us does anything very well the first time. The only way to truly learn about business is to start a business of your own. Now, let me say, when I very first started speaking matter of fact when i had to do and we talked about it on here <coughs> excuse me when i had to do a one of the things i did was a live video of me doing a speaking engagement a presentation and i talked about the um, runners um high that we get when we run and that was my um that's what my story was about, how the runner's high is important and how do we get there. And it's a journey that we go in. And, and I compared it to our lives. I implemented it into, it was like metaphorical for how we do life, how we cope with life, how we cope with situations. And 
when I first, I never listened to it. Once I did it, I never listened to it again. But then I went back. I hadn't listened to it. So I went back and I listened to it and I really was feeling critical of myself. In reality, I did a very good job because I was just so afraid of looking at it and listening to it that I realized that actually I did a real good job for the first time, but I was nervous as heck. I didn't do as bad as I thought I did. I could have done better because I could have been more familiar with what I was talking about. But I was so nervous that I, I lost all ability to remember what it was or to make the story more of who me, I mean, put me in the story. Um, but it was better than what I thought. Now, what I was saying earlier, and I just it just came to my mind, is not to memorize your story whenever you're telling it. Don't memorize it. Because it's not a good thing to memorize your story because you want different deliveries. You want different deliveries and you want different feedback. So telling your story exactly the same way to every audience you talk to doesn't work. Okay? So that's what I was trying to tell you guys. Number four says think big and small. You have to learn to think big and small. You have to go in the same direction with small day-to-day -day decisions as well as big actions. Once you are on your way, you will mostly have to occupy yourself with the little things, which can be tedious. Nevertheless, you are the one who has to do them right. Now, if you understood, we talked about concentrating on the little tiny things opposed to the big things right? We talked about how important it is that we do that, right? Um, and it says, don't concentrate on the small things, get the big things done first. Sometimes it depends on the situation. Both of these rules can work for you. It said the ability is what makes us entrepreneurs. At times we have to do the work that has to be done. And that's the small things, even if we're not great at it and don't like doing them. Okay. Um, yet we have, yet we also have to be able to step back, look at the big picture, and give direction to the overall vision. This is the mindset hack we need to harness for our business success. Number five, create your own luck. So-called lucky people aren't necessarily getting more advantages than others. The universe, the universe, excuse me, does not doesn't favor them, but they're putting themselves out there more. They're creating more connections that could lead to other stuff. That is really how it's interpreted. That's how you can interpret luck. Creating more of a mathematical probability that you're going to get what you want. And this I do believe, and I believe it's real true. I do believe in that. The more you put yourself out there, the more things can happen for you. Okay? Luck's a funny thing, isn't it? As uh, it is about creating a mathematical probability by putting ourselves out there and trying more things. When you start a business, it might fail. Don't worry about it. That's how, that's how to have a business mindset. You might have to create 10 businesses before one will be successful. We make our luck with the decisions we make and the actions we take plain and simple okay number six says give 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 i have tips and resources that i want to share and i don't want to wait for a publishing platform to give me permission nobody told us we had to wait to do anything we could just put our ideals out there 
which was really a huge game changer. I've always found um, that oversharing pays off in readership. Hence, I don't save my best tips for myself, but I share them on all social media platform, pa platforms. And you see, you see, just what we do on this show is a perfect example of sharing the information that we have. Helping and sharing is content marketing, which is how you build a business nowadays. Build an audience, then determine what they need from you. Create content, find your audience, build your business. Please do not fall into the trap of building a product or service and then trying to find customers. That is a recipe for disaster. You already have to know what problem you solve for potential customers. What service you can provide for a potential customer. And you will not know that unless you've already done your homework and you already know who you want to target. That's why target marketing is important, okay? Number seven is the growth mindset. If you believe somehow you're set to a certain capability and level of accomplishments, accomplishments then you'll never achieve anything more. Did you hear what he just said? If you believe somehow you're set to a certain capability and a level of accomplishment, accomplishment, then you'll never achieve anything more. Did you hear what he just said? Remember I told you about the box? That little box we put, we put all the little stuff in the box and that's all we're going to do. We're not doing anything else. That's what he's talking about. However, if you believe you can get better and do th other things, that growth mindset will enable you to accomplish more. Okay. All right. The growth mindset should be obvious. It should be an uh, obvious business hack. And it's essential to you succeeding as an entrepreneur. You need to have the mentality that you can teach yourself to do anything as long as you push yourself hard enough and try enough things. Keep yourself wide open, okay? Keep yourself wide open. Do not, do not put yourself in a little box. This ideal has been further explored and validated by Carol Dweck in her classic book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. So it would be good to read that book. That's um, Carol Dweck, um, the, new, the Mindset, titled Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. Number eight is a path of unpredictability. Um, it says, I had known I wanted to start a company for a while, but it's difficult to walk away from a paycheck. It was hard decision. It was a hard decision that took me longer than what I have liked. It was easy to see how I could be making more money working for bigger, more established institutions. So I drew two lines to compare. I drew a line of stability and predictability at a high level of income where I would be if I had stayed in the path I was in. Then I drew a second lower line that would be what I could expect as an entrepreneur, bootstrapping a company, not paying myself a salary for a few years, trying to make ends meet and with more uncertainty in the long term. That's what he felt he had to do. This is not the type of thing most of us would do, but it might be the business mindset you need to succeed. Um, this guy name is John Stein, and he's the author of Betterment. And he's, analyti he's analytical, so he modeled and planned two potential paths. 
On the one hand, there was a possibility, high-paying and powerful jobs, which is a predictable path. He then says he didn't found, oh, he said John found, didn't found a small uh, company in an easy market, but stayed in the world of banking and investments. Even though that is an incredibly difficult market, um, he knew it was the right place for him. He could afford to bootstrap a company for a few years without paying himself a salary and was still comfortable with the whole ideal. There is no right or wrong approach. Just follow the method that feels right for you to do. Um, we have to figure out for ourselves what will shift our mindset in order to take the leap. Become comfortable being uncomfortable, okay? To accomplish this, it takes emotional, excuse me, intelligence. I don't know why I'm getting hiccups, wow. It takes um, emotional intelligence to be able to do this, okay? Um, comparison, staying in a job that you're unhappy in, and you, know, you get more money, but it comes, what they say, more money brings what? More problems, Okay, or you could have, you know, I can work this job for a little bit, but on the side, I'm going to go ahead and create my own business and fund that business with my main job while I get it built up. And a lot of people do it that way. It's the best on one of the best ways to do it. Or if you have your savings, IRA, retirement, whatever, you can take that out and do it that way, too. It's up to you guys. I'm not here to tell you no financial. I'm not a financial guru and I'm not a financial person who can tell you which way to start your business. You do what's right for you. Number nine, create a mission worth spending your life on. Wow. I have confidence about myself as a human being. Just appreciate that wherever you're at, you're a whole and complete human being with everything you possibly need to be successful. You deserve to achieve and you deserve the fruits of your labor. This is the founder of Entreport, okay? His name is Landon Ray. He's a serial entrepreneur with an unparalleled perseverance. At the age of 25, with his father's financial help, he made the transformation from Flower Street vendor to top securities day trader. Wow. After beating the odds on Wall Street, he used a team building skills, and personal experience to create a family of products that reflect his passion for educating and supporting entrepreneurs. This is a motivational, inspirational business hack that helps us deal with the imposter syndrome that entrepreneurs sometimes experience. As we begin to gain success, we sometimes think that maybe we deserve that success. Prior to that stage, we might read business books by people that are famous, quote unquote, or established entrepreneurs and whom we consider to be natural born entrepreneurs. There's no such thing as a born entrepreneur. We all have it in us to step up and achieve things as long as we're willing to do so. We have to be aware that our every success and our position in life spring forth from our actions and efforts. We deserve the fruit of our labor and we deserve to do big, cool things. This is the same mindset um, Tabor Kaze uh, used when he decided to start Zenny Optical and Transfer Eyeglass Industry. Number 10, which is the last one that we're going to talk about today. We're going to start on number 11, Monday. Um, I hope I didn't bore you today. Um, But um, we're going to go ahead and end it here. 
Let's do number 10. Number 10 says your business will never be worse than it is today. I think we count our achievements too soon. Some people think they will be rich on the first day their website is online. That is so ridiculous, but you have people who get totally discouraged one week after they start their business, which is crazy, okay? Crazy, crazy, crazy. There is much better perspective. The first day that your website is up, it will look the worst that it is ever going to look. It's the worst product offering you'll ever have because you will keep improving from there. So keep that in mind, okay? <laughs> this is the founder of Sticker Junkie. From the moment we launch something, whether it's a, a product, an, an entrepreneur podcast, a blog, or a new service, we want it to be perfect. So perfect that it typically doesn't even get launched because it never lives up to our expectations. Not anybody else's, but ours. We often think something is a failure even when we've only just started. We be, be willing to suck at the beginning. Be aware that you have to progressively get better. This is a brilliant mindset for a business mindset. Feel comforted by the knowledge that whatever you do or publish today, that is the worst it will ever be, and you will continue to nurture and improve it. I like that. So, Monday will start with don't struggle with failure. Um, and we talked about that before. Um, but it's good to go over it again. And it's good. Obviously, it must be part of our business world, our entrepreneurship mindset, because it's come up again. So, don't go for perfection right off the bat. <coughs> Excuse me. We talked about this, about being perfected. Everything has to be perfect. It got to be in line. You got to remember, if you have something that you're going to have to keep working at and keep working at, it's not going to be perfect. Because you're constantly improving it. I do it with my website all the time. I go and I pick and skip. You know, like you got a store. I know this sounds gross. Um, it's morning time. I shouldn't be talking about gross things like picking at a store. But we pick at a store. And we're looking, especially when it starts to heal, it starts to itch when it heals, right? So when you know you're almost there, you start picking at it. Okay, look, I see, I see. It's good. So you keep picking at it, picking at it till it heals itself, right? Am I, I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, isn't that how it works? So you do the same thing with your business, with your entrepreneurship. You keep learning. You keep taking things away. You put stuff in. I do it all the time with my website. Matter of fact, this weekend, I'm going to do it again this website because it's where we're going to start the newsletter. So I got to do that. I got to pick it. I got to find a good place to put it. I got to have it on ready. Come Monday, I want it to be already out there and I want to discuss it with you guys. Okay, hopefully I'll be able to discuss the newsletter with you guys. I started picking at it a long time ago. I just wanted to make sure. And I know it's not going to be perf hot off the press perfect. I know that. And I, I can get that. Um, but I can also understand that I want it to be something that everybody wants to read. Not everybody, but anybody who's interested and wanted to read it. Because still in all, my newsletter has a target market. Okay. It does. And it's going to be targeted, geared toward people being bold and boisterous, feeling big when they're small, inspiring them to be powerful. That's what the newsletter is going to entail. So we're going to be talking about that. And I'm going to be using specific words 
that creates big and bold mindsets. That's what I'm going to do. Okay? So that's what we're looking for. So I'm going to pick it. And I know the first newsletter comes out. It's not going to be perfect. But guess what? I can improve it as I go. I can improve it as I go. I can add. I can take away. I can put here. I can do. I can do that. And that's what we do with our business as an entrepreneur. Everything is not going to come out perfect right off the bat. It's not going to do it. It's not how it's made. And we have to understand. All right. So Monday, let me add that in there. Should have the newsletter ready to go. Be bold and be boisterous. Okay. And that's also a chapter in search of you. Stand out. And I'm, I'm going to probably add a little bit of what I put in there in there so that it'll be the intro of the newsletter. How about that? That's a good thing. All right. <laughs> so I want to say, you guys, thank you for hanging out with me today. I hope I didn't ramble. I hope you learned some wonderful, awesome stuff today um, from us. Uh, let's see here. Um, and you guys, I want you to come back Monday. Guys, see us through this storm. Because you know there's storms out there. Not only just in your life. But all together there are storms out there. So we have to be prepared for those storms. So again you guys. Thank you for hanging out with us here on You Are Loved. Have a great weekend. Work on your business. Work as an entrepreneur to improve on what you're doing. Be not afraid to fail. Fail and fail happy. Fail knowing that you're going to come back and succeed. Don't be afraid of failure. And don't wear failure as a mask. Don't. Pick up where you Fail that and see if you can fix it. Okay? Everybody's not a loser. And if you lose, so what? There's a time when you're going to win. All right. You guys have a great weekend. I'm sorry I had to go there. <laughs> that was fun. You guys have a great weekend. We love you here at You Are Loved. Don't forget, you are loved. Thank you for listening in to another episode of You Are Love. Don't forget to join us on our Facebook page at You Can't Clip My Wings. And also check out our website at YouCan'tClipMyWings.com. Thank you again for listening in. And always remember, you are love.